Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and Friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. You're back! I am back. I am the host, Easton, and uh, speaking out of turn is the practical co-host. That's me. (laughs) Uh, Who who took over the host role last week and did a great job with a uh, brand new guest. Stop it. Uh, Josh Cook uh, listened to the episode on our way back from our vacation um, and had a lot of fun listening to that um, after, I think I watched the movie the night before, just to make sure I was prepped and could listen to the whole episode. Uh, I had a few different opinions, but you know, and that's fine. Opinions, uh, we got them. Uh huh. And so, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Trevor, for taking over that week as uh, we just kind of had a break there for a vacation. Well, thank you for having me mm-hmm. and trusting me. Yeah. The power only went to my head a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I could tell. <laughs> but uh, in the end, you uh, got humbled by realizing how difficult it is to it post It is hard. I, yeah. Juggling I, a lot I'm of never, I don't know if I've ever given you crap, but I'm never <laughs> doing it again if I have. Because yeah. it was difficult. Yeah. Um, anyways, we've got three other people we still have to introduce. We have our all-time guest, which is my wife, Tristan. Yeah, and I'm back, too. Yeah. I count, too. You're back! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then we have two new guests. Um, who have, I think, listened to the podcast before, I'm sure. Uh, They're shaking their heads, but this is an audio podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. so... <laughs> yes. Uh, but I guess they're spreading the word of my work, so I would assume they listen to it. Um, we have Angela and Hunter. Hi. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> now, just so you know, he said Angela and Hunter, but then they spoke in reverse. So, <laughs> if you hear a male's voice, it's That'd Hunter. That would be Hunter. <laughs> and the female is Angela. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and per usual for our um, introduction of a new guest, we are just going to ask you guys uh, a few of your favorite movies and then maybe a favorite genre, uh, just so uh, our listeners kind of know where you're coming from when you're speaking on said movie today. Um, that way they kind of know your palate already. So uh, we'll go ahead and go ladies first. Awesome. Uh, and you have to, <laughs> so go ahead and just uh, tell us a few movies you like and then um, go with the genre. Um, I'm going to reverse it. So Okay, go for it. Um, I really enjoy the sci-fi fantasy movies. Oh, okay. Um, and so to kind of like name a few favorites, I guess, looking at like Lord of the Rings, um, Harry Potter movies, the How to Train Your Dragon series, Alien, um, those kind of franchises. You actually, you introduced me to Aliens, right? Didn't we watch that together? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So you had seen Alien, but not Aliens? No, I saw Alien, and then they had Aliens, but I couldn't. Like, it wasn't on a streaming service. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Wait, yeah. quick question. So there's a movie called Alien, and there's a movie called Aliens. Sequel. Aliens yeah. is the sequel. That's yeah, yeah. stupid. But it's, liter- <laughs> it's literal, though. That's- yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry to derail you. Yeah. No, it's okay. The second one has one. The second one has multiple. Multiple, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, keep going. Um, but yeah, so those are kind of my, my favorite types of movies to watch. Okay, sweet. Hunter, what do you, what do you got? Uh, I also like the fantasy adventure stuff i really like the harry potter movies uh i also really like action movies that's always kind of been uh finding the right ones because a lot of them are just really cheesy but uh is your favorite fast and furious because if it's not 
You can leave. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. There's just the kidding. door. <laughs> she holds no power here. You can stay. <laughs> no, I have. I did watch them. I started watching them when like four came out or something. Okay, tell it. I liked them. No, oh, good. You said when four came out. When did four you was watch? Out. Okay, did you watch four first? No, no. Okay, okay I caught good. Up first. I I'm glad you didn't make that mistake. <laughs> oh, did you make that? Mistake? I made that mistake. <laughs> he came yeah. in and he was like. Man, that fa- I didn't really like the Fast and Furious movie. Just like the thing about the the Mexican like train or like drug whatever. I just didn't, I'm like, that's not the first one. That's like they came out six years later. Leave it at the first one. It- now, now to be fair, they're called the Fast and the Furious, and then Fast and, and Furious. Furious. Yeah. We don't need to talk about how there's a tiny four on the Fast and Furious title card. <laughs> yep. That's fine. Anyway. We'll conveniently ignore yeah. that. The one. first one is about stealing uh, VCRs, and the fourth one is about stealing gas. Very different. That's right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, more. Uh, so what other. What action movies, though? So, uh, I really liked Warrior with Tom Hardy. That I love like that movie. One of my favorite. I don't, I don't even remember. I think it was somebody was passing around like a little uh, USB at my high school. Oh yeah. And like had some movies on it. Uh, yeah, and ended up with Warrior on it. I I think it was originally supposed to be uh like little a little Game Boy emulator for the school computers and like Ultra Surf so you could look yeah. up whatever and it ended up having Warrior on it. I was like I'll just watch it. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah. Sweet. I haven't found it's a that's kind of a hidden gem. It it's, is, yeah. Not a lot of people know about it. Mm-hmm. I've shown a it's kind of like Upgrade, where yeah. although it has Tom Hardy and mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of the other guy, it has two big, big actors. But I think it was before Tom Hardy was like Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, and so when he was just Tom Thomas, Hardy. yeah, Hardy. Yes, sure. I was trying to think of like an elongated last name, but <laughs> Hardy is. I think that's yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a great. If you guys haven't seen that and you guys like, I mean, it's. Not really an action movie. It's more of a fighting movie. Mm-hmm. It's but fighting, yeah. Also, it's extremely... Like, it's a drama, too. Mm-hmm. It's got some... It pulls your heartstrings a little bit, too. It does, yeah. It's got a really good uh, acting performance by the three main guys. Anyway, sorry. We, we're not reviewing that. <laughs> but you said it, and but, yeah. I hardly find anybody that's seen that movie. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Uh, but that one, uh, I also really like Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Hmm. Um, and then, I guess, another Tom Hardy movie, the most recent Venom was spectacular okay in my opinion i know that's probably a hot take yeah a hot take. <laughs> i actually never saw it because so many really? people said it was you bad. never saw it i i never did it was enjoy i remember enjoying it, it i'm good yeah. i'm going to yeah i just like you should i never i i have it on voodoo i have it and i've yeah. just every time i'm like oh i could watch this i'm like but i could also watch something that's like higher rated and that's usually what i go for it seemed like all the all the all the bad reviews of it were like man if there wasn't such good directing and such good actors and a, a good plot, like this would have been a bad movie. So what? what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. Uh, so are you excited for Carnage then? Oh, I'm so excited. I I uh, I was actually at work when I saw the trailer for it on like, mm-hmm. Facebook or something, and <laughs> oh, I think I sent it to you. I had seen it before that. Uh, you sent it to me later in the day, but yeah, I thought the I thought Jaime was gonna. <laughs> Like, he was like really worried about me. Like, what is your problem? It's <laughs> <laughs> a movie <laughs> Yeah, the benefit of being uh, the guy that sits next to the drivers, you yeah. can just watch whatever you want on your phone while the other guy's driving around. <laughs> exactly, it's great. Yeah, 
Um, well, anyways, that uh, I think that about does a little intro for for you guys. Now, you guys both said sci-fi fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen, or what do you guys feel about Blade Runner? I have to ask. I have not seen Blade Runner. <sighs> okay, well, I guess we're gonna have to do a movie night with the Blade Runner movies because okay. someone <laughs> also hasn't seen Blade Runner. Kristen, you it's haven't not seen Blade Runner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I made her he watch those made me watch pretty it. quick. No, yeah. hey, no, I will say, though, you you frequently also say that you fell asleep the first time you watched it. I, I also fell asleep the first time I watched it. So yes. if anything, I'm just following in your footsteps. Yeah, and then you're going to watch it the next time, and you're going to be like, this is pretty good. And then you're going to watch it the next time, and you'll be like, this is fantastic. No, so you're going to watch it a fourth I time. I didn't realize this was going to be like a contracted thing where I have to watch it four times. You said, and then every other time you're going to watch it, you're going to think it's one of the greatest movies ever made. So... What a journey. I'm so excited. You're in it for the long haul. Yep. I guess so. <laughs> you said you were going on my journey. So I, just, my I thought it was just going to be Blade Runner and then Blade Runner in 2049, but apparently it's Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, and then Blade Runner. And then Blade Runner. And then go back. Okay. Yeah. I watched Blade Runner. Actually, I actually saw Blade Runner 2049 before I finished the first because I fell asleep. Because we were watching is, it the next day. We need to like write this out so I follow it exactly. So I yeah, so I can I can no, do exactly how my uh, my predecessors did. Don't do it exactly like me. Finish the first, okay. then watch the second. Anyways, um, also another movie to suggest to you guys as sci-fi people would be Upgrade because I suggest that to everyone. Very good. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll even let you borrow it if someone else <laughs> still doesn't have it. But anyways, okay. Uh, we will go ahead and start the uh, review of the movie that we're doing for this week, which is going to be A Quiet Place Part <laughs> 2. A Quiet Place we don't Part have, 2. Well, this is not going to be an AS- ASMR, ASMR episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan will leave if this I is will. an ASMR episode. Um so, yeah, a highly anticipated horror movie that was supposed to come out, I think, a year ago mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but, yeah, highly anticipated movie. So we will just go ahead and start doing the spoiler-free, so try to stay away from any spoilers. Um, and then we'll just kick it off to all of you guys, and we'll just have a general discussion about uh, general thoughts. Before we get into that, I, I do want to know, is our collective opinion of the first one pretty positive? Yes. We all, yes. we all yes. enjoyed so, it? Definitely. Okay, yeah. okay yes. good. All right, yeah. no. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Well, you're up, Trev. I'm not. It's the guest. It's not me this time. Don't the guests usually go first? Oh, I don't know. Well, we could do it that way. So uh, this is just general thoughts of what you thought of the movie. Uh, just kind of general stuff. Uh, whether you liked it, disliked it, what made you like it, what made you maybe dislike it if you hated this the second one. <laughs> uh, just doing, uh, saying anything you want without uh, spoiling the plot, basically, so. Well, I don't mind going first. Uh, I liked it, but I also really liked the first one, and I'm not much of a critic, so I like going <laughs> first because I'll be the I'll be the guy that really doesn't have a lot of bad things to say. I just kind of like anything, honestly. Good, uh, there's two well, of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's called the couch critics because we're not really critics. Right, we just sit yeah. on a couch yeah. and we're like like we have opinions, but we're not really critics. <laughs> right, and so I guess. Normally, I don't really like horror movies. I'm kind of a pussy. (laughs) Scary movies are not my thing. But uh, when I saw the first one, I got excited Mm -hmm. because the whole the whole idea of like just a different type of movie. Yeah, it was much more of a movie that kind of simulated being deaf. A lot of it is really quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, A quiet place. Duh. Um, 
And for me, that kind of hits home because my, my dad's actually deaf oh, and oh. Uh, my mom is fluent in sign language. So I do used you? to, I used to know a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Dad wasn't really around. So okay. like, I never really had the chance to practice a lot. But um, when I was a kid, especially I was um, around the deaf community quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, up in Olathe where I lived. So um, seeing this kind of repre- representation in, um, in like a big movie and like a blockbuster really popular movie was awesome um and so a lot of like my general comments for the second one are the same for the first one it was awesome having a deaf lead that Mm -hmm. did actual asl not like fake Mm -hmm. there's some movies that i've seen where they like do really dumb sign language it's like that doesn't mean anything (laughs) they, they actually did asl in the movie which made me really happy um and another thing i kind of was talking uh with angela about this morning was that I really appreciated that they didn't use being deaf in a main character as like... Uh, like a disability. Yeah, like a disability mm-hmm. or like a huge weakness. Like yeah. she was almost at, at an advantage yeah. because she was deaf. Like, yeah. Um, and so I appreciated not being like, oh, this is the poor pitiful deaf character. Because most deaf people are very independent. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's... I would say it's not like um, being blind, I think, is the other big one, yeah. the other big like disability that's relatively common. Um, but being deaf doesn't really impact a whole lot. It is obviously a big sense that you're missing, but I really appreciated that they didn't uh, just play it off like, oh, the main character has to fight through this horrible, debilitating, like, no, she's just deaf. Yeah. And yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering. Now that we're, I mean, we're already talking about this specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think the integration with uh, the first one didn't really have this of somebody who's deaf interacting with people outside that aren't used to people that are deaf? The first movie is very much just the family based, mm-hmm. so they're all used to somebody that's deaf. They all know sign language, and like their interaction, I thought was really well. Yeah, the second one goes a little bit more of she's on her own and she's dealing with an act like interacting with people that don't know mm-hmm. sign language right. and like mm-hmm. how do you think that was done really well i thought watching the movie i thought it was integrated really yeah. well oh yeah. yeah yeah okay um and uh the the two characters knowing each other beforehand is helpful um because they're uh i really liked well, I guess I can't say that. We'll, we'll say that for the spoiler part. Yeah. But yes, yes. Okay, you the do think it general was... General answer, yes. Okay. It was uh, It was very well, very well done. Sweet. That was something I was thinking during the movie, mm-hmm. was that I thought it did a great job of interacting. Yeah, I really liked when they... Um, I'm not going to say what was happening, but when she was with someone who didn't speak sign language, and he was trying to tell her something, and she like looked kind of confused. Like You could tell she was really trying to understand, right. but also he has like a huge mustache and beard, so you can't see <laughs> his lips. Right. And then he was like getting really frustrated, and she could tell, and he's like, you, oh, you, can't, you can't hear me. And then instead of her being like, oh, poor me, like I don't know what's going on, she like grabbed his face and was like, yeah, enunciate. Yeah. Like, yeah. you yeah. know that you can talk to me. Right. Just look yeah. at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's another <laughs> that's another big part. Deaf people that live in hearing communities or that live around a lot of hearing people, they do learn how to read lips. Right. It's pretty mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. But um there's kind of the common trope of like, you gotta talk really slow to yeah. them. But they're never gonna understand that. Right. Just speak like you would normally speak. 
don't mumble, don't like cover up your mouth or anything because they have to see that clearly, Mm -hmm. you know, and they can, a lot of, a lot of deaf people can read lips. Yeah. That was, yeah, that's exactly the scene I was thinking of. Oh yeah. I just didn't know how. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sure. As long as you're not getting away, like the, like major plot. Yeah. What's happening? Mm -hmm. Like why they're there. But if you want to, yeah. Um, and it's a new character she's interacting with. We haven't really gotten into. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we'll just, we're already talking about Reagan, which is the the daughter. The daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys think that she did a great job? Because she's a little bit. She was kind of a lead in the first one, but she's much more mm-hmm. in this one because you don't have John Krasinski, right. which John Krasinski and uh, um, like Emily Blunt Emily were basically Blunt. the yeah. leads in the first one. This right. time, right. it's more. It leads more towards the kids this time. Yeah. And so, do you think Reagan did a good job acting? I think she did a good job acting. I don't uh, know that I'm totally on board with the way that her character goes about the things that she does. Mm-hmm. I think that she, her character especially, falls into a lot of the tropes of like bad decision making in horror movies. Um, I thought in the, that in the first one, and I think it again in this one. Mm-hmm. Not to say that she didn't do a good job. I think she did a great job because she is actually deaf, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. I think, the she, I think she is. I think she's I actually deaf. She, if she is, she speaks very well. Yeah. Um, and then, she is. She, she is. Deaf. Yeah. Wow. That's really Google. cool. Um, <laughs> so she, uh, yeah. So I think I think she did a great job. I think she's she did a good job acting in this, but the the directions that her character takes, I don't totally agree with. I um, want to all the time fight you on that. <laughs> I, are we throwing we fisticuffs? Like, not not fisticuffs. Do I need to put my tea down? <laughs> not, not quite yet. Okay, I'm ready. So my opinion on that, I, I think this happens in a lot of movies when there are younger children portrayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They go through that age where they just... we all. I think we all went through that age where we just couldn't make rational decisions or they weren't the best decisions. And so I think for her age that she was portraying, hmm. I really think those were decisions she probably would have made. And you, know? you also... There is a time in your life where you almost feel invincible. Like you feel like uh-huh. the decisions you make, like they may be like low odds, but you grow up like hearing stories of heroism or whatever. So you're right. like, if I make this decision, I'm doing the right thing and I can't die because like I'm doing the right, right thing. And so I'm a little bit in between. Some of it was like, this is really stupid. But also <laughs> like you think you have the right idea. And so you're like, I have to do this because it's the right thing to do. And so you're a kid who, I think she's supposed to be like 13 or 14, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a little younger than what I would say is that invincible. Usually that's right. like 17 to 18 mm-hmm. or maybe like low 20s or something. But I definitely see both sides. I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Let me re- let me refine what I said a second okay. ago. <laughs> I think there are certain situations, which we'll have to get into in spoilers. I think there are certain situations in this movie that are engineered that allow the main characters in this movie to survive when they should have died. Okay. And I think there's I think there's a couple times with our new character. Mm-hmm. I think there's a definitely a couple times with Reagan. Um and yeah. I think there's I think there's a couple times with all of them, but yeah, that that that's a that's a thing I have with the Quiet Place movies is that John Krasinski cares about this family too much and probably because it's his <laughs> yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but because of that, I think that the, he makes some decisions that almost make the movie it, it takes me personally out of it. Yeah, and right. like me, I'm I don't really care. Like I <laughs> total I totally understand what you're saying, but when I'm watching a movie, I'm like 
I don't want I don't want you to die. I don't care if it's not if it's going to be like fake, you know, like yeah, yeah. just don't die. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm in between there. <laughs> like I want realism, but I yeah. also care for the characters. And sometimes I think somebody dying that matters is good for the story. Right. Yeah. Like John Krasinski dying in the first one was good for the overall yeah. story. Did anybody <laughs> Did you, I mean, nobody I, wanted I, it to happen. I mean, but like, I, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody dying, maybe the way he died was right. kind of dumb. But yeah, I'm saying, yeah. like, somebody dying makes makes the world seem harsher. Right. If mm-hmm. everybody lives all the time. And you're actually playing to my, probably one of my two biggest beefs with the movie. And we'll get, I, I want to okay. talk about that more when we get to the sure. spoilers. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Uh, well, I never really gave you a moment to talk about your actual general thoughts. Mm-hmm. So we just. Yeah, you just had to fight him on that one, so <laughs> you can actually say your your general thoughts there. We just sometimes we just get right. rolling yeah. on stuff. No, that's so. okay. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the first one. Normally, I go into sequels just planning on being disappointed. That's a good idea. Uh, yes. fair. Right. <laughs> because normally sequels, I don't feel like it's it's hard to live up to a good first movie. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the first movie was fantastic, and so I thought this movie did a really good job living up to the first movie and continuing that story without anything getting like too crazy or wild or, you know, out there, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, it did feel like a continuation. Absolutely. Yes. Of the yeah. First movie. Oh, I so, loved how they like played it out at the beginning. Uh-huh. So I'm very glad it's like when I first saw part two, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was like, could you not get a little bit more? Like, I never know how I feel about a, movie a second movie sequel being called part two right or just two because i'm like well first of all just it being called two sounds lazy part two sounds like you're being lazy but you want to sound like all hipstery but like (laughs) i feel like you should have like an actual subtitle Uh but in this instance i think this is when it is appropriate because it does feel like it's immediately after the first yeah Yeah. And and it feels uh, okay, Disney, listen to this. Like, it was planned <laughs> beforehand. Okay? You plan yeah, the second yeah. one as you're writing the first one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, like, so I'm glad, like, at, mm-hmm. like I was a little annoyed at first, and I was like, oh, this totally makes sense why it's part two. Um, a video game I play, like, it made sense that it was part right. two because it feels like a direct continuation. <laughs> what video game is that? The Last of Us. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, part two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, like, yeah, I think this yeah. was a right. great oh, yeah. continuation of yeah. the first. I think it's really funny that you said um, it's lazy when movies name them, like, two, three, uh-huh. whatever. Because Trevor and I were just talking about the Annabelle movies. And I can't, <laughs> oh, right. for the, I can't for the life of me remember which one is one, two, or three. Because none of them are named two and three yeah, it just is like a separate subtitle and i'm like which one is and, i don't know and you would think annabelle creation would be the first one yeah but it's not but it's the second one and then annabelle comes home is the third which one. like that makes a little makes more, more sense, sense but, but yeah and annabelle creation makes sense because that's a prequel well, well it's a, yeah that's but the sec- how are you supposed to know prequel. that it's the second movie to release but it's a prequel to annabelle yeah, that happens all the time though. I, I know it right. does but what she's saying but is if it, you just it, see like annabelle annabelle creation annabelle comes home it's like which i guess it <laughs> i look at the dates and i know which one's to <laughs> oh my gosh get out of here with your logic my name is eastern i look at the dates <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry when i watch fast and furious i don't start with the fourth one because i hey, can't listen. read you're right <laughs> 
anyway. But like I've had that issue before uh-huh. with movies, and I just look at the date and says, oh, this one came out in 88, this okay, one yeah. came out in 90. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you two both said that you were sci-fi people. Yes. Do you yeah. think that this, so this, this movie is obviously dealing with aliens uh-huh. rather than like... Uh, like a creature like the, from the Black Lagoon or something right, or, right. or, or paranormal things. Do you think that these movies do justice to that kind of genre? Like, do you think that the aliens in this are appropriate? Oh, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. And uh, for me, I always like seeing something new created. Mm-hmm. And so this is a type of alien that I don't think has really been seen before. Yeah. Um, and so it makes it that much more exciting and interesting and trying to figure out like, well, what happened? How did they get there? You know, all the mystery behind it, which I think makes it even an even better movie. And I think this movie does a good job. It, that, that beginning scene, by the way, is my favorite. I think it's the yeah. best scene out of the whole movie. Um, the, I think this does a very good job of showing us a little bit about these creatures. But, but not giving but it all away. definitely not everything. Right. Not yeah. over-explaining and trying to make it really yeah. science-y and yeah. make it make sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And no exposition. Yeah. You know, like, they don't need a scientist who's like, oh, well, several years ago, an asteroid crashed into the Earth <laughs> right. or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's... There are movies and places for that. This right. one would not be one. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I really like the alien design that they've mm-hmm. created. And, like, you didn't... I also like how it's... Sometimes I forget I'm in a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you forget that they're like... I kept like forgetting you, they were aliens. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know that there's something, but, like, when you're watching it, you just see them being as quiet as possible, and you forget that, like, there's this alien that's, like, real, there's like aliens, aliens that, yeah, yeah. that are roaming around. <laughs> and it, I also thought that they knew how many there were. And I was totally wrong. Yeah. I thought that well, they knew how many were there. and They know I how think, many are there in the first yeah, one, right? They knew, they yeah. Wander. yeah, yeah, they knew in the, the first area how yeah. many there were, but not, like, overall, I think. Well, yeah, but I was like, obviously not, because, like, we saw a ton more. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, if they if there were only two in where they were, they would probably have stayed there. Mm-hmm. That was something I also didn't understand, but we can get to that spoilers. But sure. Maybe I just missed a something but Tristan did you have thoughts you want um, to share <laughs> sorry um, I had to interrupt you mid yawn <laughs> yeah um I uh, okay <laughs> yeah no I did like it I was gonna I did like it a lot I was gonna say that um when John Krasinski got on the screen at the very beginning mm-hmm. by himself said thanks for coming I was like, you're welcome, John. I I loved that. I did say that. I want to talk about that later. Did you hate it? No, I didn't. I I guess it's not totally spoilery. I think this movie is overrated because of that. But here's the reason. I I think the movie is good. Let me make that very clear. I think this is a a very good movie. Make it more clear. But I think it's very relatable because of COVID. Yeah. Because the last movie is about isolation. Mm -hmm. And then this movie that was supposed to come out, I think it's just coincidence but it was delayed because of COVID and being in isolation. Mm-hmm. And then that he comes on the screen, and he's like, "Thanks for coming to see my movie thing," which he's in the just theaters. a warm-hearted and great. Yeah, in the yeah. theaters. Yes, yeah. And then the opening scene, which is the first five minutes, there's people and mm-hmm. it's, they, they're at a baseball game and and all yeah. this stuff. It's it very much feels like a return to normalcy, like we've been talking about so much. And I think that that all aspect of it ties into this movie being maybe being a little bit overrated i think um like i said wow. not to, this is this is a great movie and i enjoyed it a lot but mm-hmm. i think that that i that 
Yeah, there's definitely a difference. Like, if a movie is really, really good, but everyone says it's amazing and, like, one of the best movies ever, it's overrated. Also... But that's what uh, people are saying. I, exactly, I, yeah. yeah. If that's what people are saying, I I wouldn't go that far. Mm. Not to spoil my... Rating, sure, sure. But... Yeah, I think that everyone loves John Krasinski, and so whatever he does is, like, people are going to love. Yeah. I'm but not is, not saying that this is bad, but because yeah. I, I really also liked it. argue that a lot of the stuff he does is really good, and that's yes. why people really like. Yes, it. Right. I agree. So I think it, it, you can look at it either way. Well, yes. it's probably a combination of. Both. Yes, and yeah. Like we were talking that's about earlier. Like, he, he when he very, comes on the screen, like it just made me so happy that he mm-hmm. would talk to me like that. <laughs> but I feel like everyone else feels that way too. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no, a just shared experience. What? Just, just you. Oh yeah, I know. He, he was like, Tristan cut out is where gonna he said be... your name, but it was directly addressed. <laughs> I'm sure. to he, I I'm heard he was very upset about it. He was like, "Why'd you cut out Tristan?" Yeah, <laughs> it was a big deal. Well, those jerks. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you love John Krasinski, watch Thirteen Hours. Am 13. I gonna hate him? No. Oh okay. No, I. It's, I think it's a good movie. Oh, okay. It's about Benghazi. I thought it was like, if you love him, you need to watch this movie. No. Mm. <laughs> I was saying, like, if you like Just him. Just let me tell you what, he's pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's another good movie of his that not a lot of people know. Because it was, okay. it was like 13 after... hours? What's oh, it? Oh, yeah. And you know what? Roy from The Office is also in that. Roley? Yeah. Roy oh, from The Office. <laughs> Who the heck is Roley? <laughs> okay, It Roy. was his post-Office stuff and, like, pre-getting into, like, it was yes. like him getting into okay. movies and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was, like, didn't really... Good scene. Okay. Okay. Well, do you guys have anything else when it comes to to general thoughts uh, before so. we get into spoiler stuff? I realized I didn't. I said what I liked about the movie, and I didn't. I had like one or two things. Sure. Dislike, Go for it. Yeah, that kind of kind of dislike. Sure. I wish it was longer. I feel like there were a few things that they could have. Um. There. There were scenes that they could have made longer and more detailed. Um. A lot of them are like right in the middle, and we'll probably can't talk about until spoilers. Sure. Um, but I was okay with it being shorter rather than longer because I think kind of uh, what we had talked about, especially with sci-fi movies, they tend to try to get too sciencey and over-explain things, and it kind of just ruins it. it takes me out of it personally. Yeah. yeah. So I I wish it would have been longer, but I'm. I'm okay with it not being longer yeah. because the alternative usually yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah. and, and with horror movies, if you if you spend too much time, you lose the thriller or the suspense aspect of right. stuff. Yeah. And you're spending too much time with stuff. So, um, yeah. Um, well, I guess, yeah. I guess we can go ahead and just give our recommendations real quick. Um, so, basically, this is just, do you recommend the movie? I'm sure we're all going to have the same decision here. So... Uh, we will just go right to left, which would be Tristan first. Oh, well, you're on my left. Wait, that's my right. <laughs> Trevor's on, on my right. Um, <laughs> okay. My right to left. Okay, so I'm going first. Mm-hmm. I going say clockwise. I say yes. I say yes, I recommend it and With go see fist. it. Yeah, fist pump. She's, she's yeah. Because I'm going to say this. Go see it in theaters so John can personally thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Yes, I would definitely recommend it. Absolutely. Go see the first one and the second one if you yeah. haven't. Yeah. I mean, if you what... haven't seen the first one, that's weird, first of all. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, sorry. No. Oh, we touched hands. <laughs> Don't talk. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, literally, I was going to say that. Absolutely go see the first, this one 
And I think for added hype, see the yeah, see the first one first, and then go see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Tristan could be the deciding factor, she didn't remember anything from the first one. So no, I didn't. If you I haven't seen anything. it since it came out, might be a good idea to refresh because it does literally yes practically go from first to second movie. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of in between, but like it's like a night maybe. Yeah. 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 And I so much, sorry, Trevor, this is the second time. (laughs) I so much didn't remember it that I didn't remember there were deaf people in it. You didn't know that? She didn't remember there were deaf people. They started singing sign language, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. (laughs) She also forgot that the son died, which was like the biggest thing of the first. Spoiler. Oh, that's the first one, one, though. I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, of the on the first one, I like that happened in the first like ten minutes of the movie, and like it was the <laughs> big thing that like their son died right in front of their face because right. he because the deaf girl the uh, Reagan Reagan, Reagan. Uh, gave him a toy. Yeah, but the batteries were out of the toy. It was the little boy that messed up and grabbed the batteries. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to say he deserved to die, but <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say. I, I'm not going to go that far, but it is his fault. Uh, Let's I, look at the facts here. <laughs> I, I'm curious, Hunter, you know, before we kind of move on here. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you said one of the beefs you had was you felt like it was too short. I wonder if seeing part one and part two to like back to back, if that would maybe cure that beef. If it would roast it up, put it on a spigot and, and eat it. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Okay. I, I'm kind of... I am of the opinion that if they could just make good long movies, most of the movies I like, I would be totally cool if they were like four hours long. I would love it. But unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Like the Harry Potter books, I read the books. I watched most of the movies and then read the books when I was in high school before I finished watching the movies. And I think with the right director and like a good production team and everything i think they could genuinely make like five hour movies that are exactly to the book that'd be great and i would love them and that's what matters i would never watch a full movie ever again if that were the case (laughs) and i mean that's exactly what the lord of the ring extended edition oh yeah oh just four four the extended edition is the only way to watch it like well of course (laughs) But they're great. Like, as long oh, as yeah. you can do them good, then people will yeah. watch them. But unfortunately, 90% of the time. Our, our point, directors out there, is just make good movies. Okay? That's all we want. <laughs> we just want you to make good movies. Really? Make the yeah. whole thing good. Not yeah. just the beginning, not just the yeah. end. Don't spend all of your money on a 30 second fight scene. Yeah. Make the whole Start damn that. movie good. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I do recommend the movie. Um, the only other general thought thing I do have is it does end really abruptly. Uh yeah. Well, not... the, the first movie did that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't remember that. Of, so like, a little bit more of a conclusion almost. on it. Yeah, but they are very much going on a we want to make sequels and we're gonna mm-hmm. like make you want that by just cutting it off like really abrupt, so that like you're gonna want to come see the sequel because you want to know what happened, mm-hmm. rather than you want to come see the sequel because it's a good movie. Now you will want to see the sequel because it's a good movie, but also. 
they're just kind of forcing your hand, which I don't like it when directors do that. I don't either. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I like that's it. like when it <laughs> when it ended, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. And then she was like, what? Easton and I was said, like, I knew that was gonna happen. But oh, you yeah. were you said something like, what? You think they're gonna have conclusions in the movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, sweet. So everyone recommends it. So as long as you've seen the first one, this is definitely worth watching again or watching the second one. Um, so or watching again. Yeah, we're watching it again. So, uh, we will go ahead and cut it to our little break, and we'll be right back with the spoiler part of today's review. All right, and we are back after we're a back! short break. <laughs> Forgot that was a thing. Okay. Uh, uh, we're back after that short little break, and we'll be doing spoilers. So, if you haven't gone to the theaters to watch A Quiet Place Part 2, and you care all about what happens, then I would go ahead and pause it, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen to what we thought about all the plot and all that. So... Uh, now we can talk about whatever and we can ruin everything. So, uh, yeah, just kick it off to you guys just talking about the story and what happened and Trevor. During the break, we were talking about this a little bit. Um, and, uh, this is actually my biggest beef with the movie, but you might have fixed it for me. (laughs) My biggest beef with the movie is that this, this is implied that this is taking place in the real world. And I don't, and I don't believe that the character, the creatures, the aliens um, are totally realistic in the way of how they do sound because there's several times, especially in this one. Now I would say this movie is a lot more action based yes, than the first one is. So. I think um, these creatures are like barreling through walls and kicking all kinds of debris and barrels over, right. but they can still chase a single sound. So if so, if they hear something and then they're chasing that person because they can hear that person running, and then they barrel through a bunch of debris or whatever or walls, they can still be focused on that one person. That's my biggest beef with this movie is if their focus, if their whole thing is they hear sound, they should be drawn to the sound that they're the external sound that they're creating, and lose the person that they're chasing. However. It never happens. They're always on the target. But say what you just said in the, in the break <laughs> and keep going on it because if, if what you're saying is making sense. He's talking to Hunter, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I I think <laughs> that that could cure my and – I, and I don't I don't credit that to the movie because he's cons, at least he's consistent with it. Like all the aliens behave that way, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Right. But, I, but it's still – there's just a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, I wish you would have put some more thought into how these aliens work. But – I'm I'm so excited. Okay. Start talking. So what what was said that triggered me to say what I was going to say was talking about like well if you if you want it to run somewhere else just throw something away from you that's going to make noise. But I think uh, the the aliens having specifically sound based they obviously have really good hearing, um, and if they do have really good hearing, air is matter like. Mm-hmm. When something goes through air, it is hitting stuff and it is yeah. making vibration. It is making a sound. We just don't pick up on it very yeah. well unless it's very, very quiet. So you could kind of extrapolate from that if they see, yeah. in quotes, based on hearing, they could echolocate yeah. to a very, very precise manner. If you threw something before it even landed, they would hear it going through the air and they would they would ignore... The motion that they see with their, you know, echolocation of it flying through the air and they would focus on where it came from and then they would go to that. So the reason that I think that that kind of 
cooks that beef of mine is if that's the case and I know we're getting way too far into this yes. <laughs> but if, if that's the case anytime they do barrel through debris or whatever they can still hear quote unquote the vibration of the person running mm-hmm. and just assume that the stuff that because they hit it mm-hmm. assume that everything else that is in their immediate vicinity is not that target mm-hmm. yes yeah, my biggest I, beef has been cooked and chewed. And I assumed delicious. it was very much like I don't know if you've seen the movie Daredevil from like 2003. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like when he gets when he is dead, like I think oh he's blind. He's blind. Yeah. I assumed it was very similar to that because these animals are blind, mm-hmm. so that like they have a visual representation of what's around from the sounds, and then that's what they go off of. So when they hear something running, they they can visualize that that is a thing. And I'm going after that thing. If I hit things on the way, that's not the thing I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, they well, know it, that that's not it. Right. Now, right. like, if another noise happens somewhere else that they're not, like, they for may sure be. Of. Yeah, because, like, there are times when it's doing something and then there's a louder noise and they go to that louder noise. Mm-hmm. But it's never, like, it's usually it's because it's something. Not, like, something being thrown. Like, he honks the horn and they go to the horn. Right. Like, right. Uh, I almost was like, oh, no, I can't spoil anything. But there are spoilers. <laughs> Um, and I think there was something else where like a, well, the explosion of the air tank, yeah, like mm-hmm. that distracted because that was a louder noise. And they, yeah. That was a foreign something. So that's what I always pictured it as. Yeah. yeah. Um, something like that. And they were very consistent of, you can't just like throw something to make mm-hmm. another noise. Now they did introduce making a big, no, I think they did that in the first one too. Making yeah. a big noise. Bigger noise. Yeah. With the fireworks. Yeah. Yes. They did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was never a, because uh, I think this all came from the big beef with John Krasinski's death in the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How he yells instead of trying to make another noise that wasn't himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's what you, most people think he could throw the shovel or like throw something or mm-hmm. find some other way to make a noise. Um, but I mean, well, he had to make a noise. Yeah. Or his kid was going to die. Right. Both kids. Right. So. Yeah. If I'm remembering the scene correctly. Yeah. And I think tackling another one of Trevor's problems, um, when you echolocate, you're sending sending sound from your location outwards Mm -hmm. and seeing where it's interrupted. Yeah, that's what I... I don't think they have echolocation. But I... So I looked this up the other day. I don't know if we ever see it, but they do communicate through with clicking sounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what echolocation is. Yeah, so I think I don't know if they do. Because there are times when, like, the the creature is close to another human and it doesn't know that it's there because it, the person's not making a sound. Mm-hmm. If it had echolocation, it would be able to know that there is a body there, so right. I'm going to kill it. So it is a little... Now, this is all the science of the stuff that we don't want it to go mm-hmm. into as a movie. <laughs> but it's, it's better to go into it as a fan than uh, going into it as a movie because then you're trying to, like... You, overanalyze you have to, well yeah and you have to stick like once you make a science of something you have to stick with it and yeah. if you do any if you do anything outside of it well now you've made a right a, a fallacy in your movie mm-hmm. yeah but if you don't solidify anything then you know we're just making up theories but so, and i mean there's still that's that i have i've put that kind of aside i'm yeah. glad we talked about it i'm mm-hmm. glad i think that's awesome if that's what his intention is i don't know that it is but it's right. cool to put that with it yeah um I was but, thinking, but he's consistent yes. about the way these aliens yes. behave. I think it's a, a hybrid of like he, the aliens can visualize mm-hmm. what's going on. 
but they don't necessarily have an echolocation, but mm-hmm. they like, so they can't create this vibration thing, but like. They can sense the vibrations. Well, yeah. Like when, when well, sound like, is happening, they know like. Well, like Hunter yeah. was saying, they can make some, something like hearing the air the particles air, yes. moving. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and the, the other part, what I was thinking, so like if, uh, when you, if it's a echolocation, here's my logic behind like when they're busting through walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you, if you bust through a wall and you're the one echolocating, like, yes, there's extra sound, but it's right. It's coming from you. So right. you're not, it's not bouncing off something and coming back to you to give you information. Like you're just going through that wall and yeah, that's where the noise is coming from. So right. I would almost, you'd almost think that would help with the echolocation part because it's sending out more vibrations and then when they get blocked by something or sure, sure. however I mean, that works, yeah. I'm no scientist. They or probably people. have to have some sort of echolocation because yeah. they are jumping off of trees. They're jumping off of cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping off like of boats. In the first boats. scene. Yeah. yeah. In the first... Well, well, boats have like the water stuff, so you could hear that. Mm-hmm. I was just making a reference oh, okay. to because the, they're on a boat. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm the, on a boat, man. That's good. I almost said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first scene, they're inside a restaurant. Yes. And like, but that the creature knows that there's glass there, and there would be no other way to know that there's a wall there unless you had some sort of, because mm-hmm. if you can't hear a wall, right? So they probably do have some sense. But I just remember there being in close proximity and like not knowing that the person was there. Mm-hmm. Mainly, yeah. the radio scene was a big one mm-hmm. when they're trying to get the like they were in close quarters, and right. the aliens somehow didn't know that they were standing like right right, like pretty close right right um maybe it would have to be specifically when they're doing that little clicky yeah maybe so if it wasn't looking for anything and making the little clicky noise yeah yeah that could be that could definitely maybe yeah yeah. but uh, that's it's all you know it's nothing solidified but for interpretation yeah (laughs) yeah i guess we can move off of off of that but it's probably what most (laughs) it's probably what a lot of people think of yeah Yeah. because it's i mean this movie is much more alien focused like it is Mm -hmm. you see like six or seven different aliens i think it was terrifying yeah yeah Yeah. and you see them much more aggressively too oh yeah 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 but the cgi was so good yeah it looked so good yeah Yeah. they look very very well done yeah um well you had a few things that you said that you didn't like about um uh, Reagan's character. Yeah. So the biggest decisions. The biggest one. Her leaving on her own. Oh, that would. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> but like, I mean, we kind of talked about that. You know, being independent. And, and her dad just died. She's probably not in the right state of mind, mm-hmm. and so she's probably making those decisions. Yeah. Because of that. Um, when she's in the train, the cart, and mm-hmm. she sees all the corpses, and then the the bird, the crows fly off, and she gets spooked. Yeah. She spent her whole life, not her whole life, but the past year and a quarter knowing that any kind of sound at all has the potential to attract these creatures. Right. So the birds fly off and they make a noise. It's like, it's a jump scare moment Mm -hmm. and she doesn't do anything about it. But I think they kind of address that in the first one where the, the monsters, the aliens get used to that ambient noise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think that might be one of those cases where it's an ambient noise that's like, they're going to hear birds fly off all the time. Right. But, Okay, so I thought the same, the, I thought the the same case, thing between both of you. If that's the yeah. case, <laughs> I thought then, that, but then I was like, "But also, this probably happens all the time." If that's right. the case, then why, why is the alien there? Why is the alien there when she turns around from the train? She screamed. 
It's yeah, but it's there immediately. But I mean, my guess they, is there was probably one already in the area, right? And it didn't care about the birds. The birds, the birds. Mm-hmm. but when it heard a human scream, it knows that. And they do seem to move pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> but but at the I, same I guess, time, it well, also it, wasn't either, like usually right. when they hear something, they come quick. They're like barreling in. Yeah, this one was but, creeping. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so even the the semantics of this scene mm-hmm. is engineered solely for the purpose. Oh yeah. Of her having to use the shotgun and the cochlear device right. at and realizing the same time that, that doesn't work and realizing and yeah and so that was my that's the ultimate regardless of any of the things we're talking about I think there's several good mm-hmm. points being made on all sides here yeah I, this scene this scene was specifically engineered so that this effect was happen would happen. Right. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I, I was thinking both sure, of these sure. things. And I was like... But, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I didn't get, like, too bent up over it. Sure, sure. Because I... Well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But that just because that scene's relatively close to what we were talking about earlier, Tristan, with Emmett. Um, mm-hmm. When he's talking... He, he's the one you were talking about mm-hmm. where she grabs the, his face and says enunciate. Mm-hmm. I really... If, if we're talking about that one, I really like that scene yeah kind of something very specific are we talking about that yeah yeah, okay go for it it. so um i really appreciated that scene um and i think it had kind of a deeper meaning that some people just wouldn't quite think of all the way uh i so it's a it's a hearing person trying to communicate with a deaf person and he feels like she doesn't understand he feels like he's not getting his point across to her and he's getting frustrated um and for me when i saw it i was like man it's i love that they put that scene in because thinking the way they reacted was i kind of flipped to what you would think but what because like the think about a deaf person Mm -hmm. their whole life if they're around hearing people they're constantly they have that frustration of like i can't hear so i can't speak yeah I can't talk to you the way I would and the way I do know how to communicate. Most people don't understand. I'm just mm-hmm. waving my hands at them and they mm-hmm. don't get it. So in a normal situation, it would probably be the deaf person trying to communicate with the you know normal person. But this scene and the, the story built around it has like flipped the script. It's the, yeah. the, the person who is completely normal, doesn't have a disability, that's frustrated because he can't communicate and it's the deaf person that uh, kind of snaps him back to reality, like, just enunciate. Like, all you, mm-hmm. you just speak to me. Enunciate. Yeah. And cool. yeah. I, I really appreciated, like, the impact of that scene. Because I think it could... Now everybody's probably not going to think into it like I did. But <laughs> no, I, I thought really that way, too. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, good. And yeah. No, I thought it, too. Because, uh, yeah, when you think of someone with a disability, you think, like they're going to be frustrated. Like Mm -hmm. they're mad that someone else can't understand them. But yeah, it was opposite. And she was like, totally cool. She's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can do this. Just look at me. Like, because she's experienced that her whole life. Right. Right. And we've already had an instance where they have communicate with each other. So she Mm -hmm. knows, and he's in a bad place anyway. Mm -hmm. And she knows, listen, buddy, like you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciated like the impact of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. This scene, Right here, I also think I wanted to say this in non-spoilers, but I guess I forgot. Um, I did not like Reagan, the actress. I thought she did a really 
bad job before this scene and after this scene i thought she did fantastic hmm. i don't know what this i don't know if it was the character or her, her as an actor but like i didn't feel like the emotion was like being portrayed correctly like it almost felt like bad acting and then after this she did like that scene and everything after that felt completely correct for her character uh, and the situation like she was like especially during the scene she was uh like being calm but like communicating that she didn't understand Mm -hmm. just with her face and like was really good at it yeah she had super good features like you knew exactly what she was thinking yeah just just by her facial expressions and everything after that felt really strong Mm -hmm. uh like even the porch scene when uh she gets told that she's like her dad Mm -hmm. like she did a good job on that one like right no, I she did the cover of the mouth out of like a single tear, but you know that's semantics. But, um, uh, but I don't know what it was. But maybe I just need to watch it again, and she was fine before that. But no, I, I agree with you. And that's, okay, I good. think that happens a lot in the first movie too. I think there's parts where it's not necessarily bad acting or anything like that. It's just like the character seems a little, uh, what's the word? It seems a little pandery. Yeah, like it does not exactly nothing's certain things are not done with purpose yeah, and certain things are. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. Yeah. And if we're continuing to talk about kids because I'm bringing it up, what did you guys feel about the son? I, I... hated him. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. He was a, he was a bitch all the way through. I like Except him. for the last scene and the last scene I hated. So <laughs> what was the last scene? where he, he picks up he... the gun and shoots the, <gasps> Oh yeah. And then yeah. he was like, what did he do his face? He just like smirked. Yeah. It's just funny. So was... Hunter and I kind of talked about this yeah. too because I at first really found the the kid irritating. Yeah. Cuz in my opinion like most, you know, young boys are like try to act all big and tough and, you, yeah. and this that, and the other, but then Hunter brought up I think a pretty good point. Well, like that's most when boys put on that kind of facade, it's around friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He's like 12-ish. Right. So yeah. like I can definitely see some insecurities and you don't feel mm-hmm. like you're good enough. It showed it in the baseball scene mm-hmm. that like right. he's scared and like not every teenager kid has to be the big tough guy because that's right. not what every teenager is. So it wasn't really that. It's right. just like he was just such like you have to you have to like convert or die. Right. And like well, he was not although he so I think that both these kids handle grief in different ways. Yeah, I think Reagan yeah, sure. took initiative and said, mm-hmm. I want to be like my dad. Like stepping and I, up. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. he not only lost his dad, but then they're, they're running to what he thinks is, you know, going to be safety. And then, <laughs> oh my and gosh. then the bottles the fall and he trap. gets his, yeah, his leg caught in a bear trap. That bear trap was brutal. So he's yeah. lost his dad and was... now potentially yes. lost his leg. And, yeah. so oh. think, and so I think, and so I, was willing to give him a pass for that. I, uh-huh. I do think the one thing he did, and I think this was just poor time management. The second act where we're split up between Evelyn and then Emmett, Emmett and Reagan, mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. him and the baby. Yeah, that the time timing of all that was just not portrayed in the best way. I oh, found. no, I loved it. I, I was going to well, say, I really I liked loved it. switching it, it, back and forth. Well, and yes. It just builds suspense on yeah. each well, of the... Well, yeah. yeah, and I did, I did too. What, what I mean specifically is, it seems like she's really far away, 
And then by the time he gets up there with binoculars and the alien comes, she's right there immediately. Like we don't, we see her yes. go there, but we don't see her come back. Yes, that, I know. That's, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I mean. I'm not saying that I didn't like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying that the whole thing was bad. I think that ending part to get them back in the same building was a right. little mismanaged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, that's fair. I just he with the whole uh, bear trap thing, him screaming and screaming and screaming. Oh. When you've been you've been in this world for a year. In a hundred days. And like, right. you know you can't do that. Okay, but like, you don't know what... You, you never got your legs snapped in a bear thing. Maybe you're going to scream. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, and that that's one of those scenes like it... And he's a it, kid. But right? like, he's, like, like I, I know like they've been in this world for, you know, however long. Yeah. But... I feel like it would also be extremely hard not to scream. Yeah, like, no, I would have, like, understood, yeah. like, an initial, like, belt out. Mm-hmm. But, like, to continue and continue and continue, I felt like that just was unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it's because his character is just that much of a pansy at this point, and so he just can't take it. You can't call him a pansy! He just got his leg nod, whatever. <laughs> and, and, like, I mean... It didn't hit the bone, okay? Don't be a bitch. Oh, All right then. I don't. Yeah, that's a joke. Okay, I'm kind of in the same way. Yeah, oh, okay. like that's. I mean, there's that's one. And I think that's one of those things where like none of us. We've never had. I mean, as far as I know, with no. Angel, we've never had our leg <laughs> caught in a bear trap. Well, call and, Trevor or call TJ up. He shot himself. Did he scream like a little girl? <laughs> but that's not. That's still not a getting your leg yeah, right. caught in a bear trap. I would though. say a bullet wound is much different. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. That's because that, that's the initial clutch. Of like severe, like severe iron, yeah. penetrating your leg, and, and then and then they keep it there, and he falls over. Like those things yeah. don't fall with you. Yeah, no, I I'm just saying that scene really annoyed me because it just it lasted. He was screaming right. for so long. Anyway, it may have also then, been like a shock factor too. Yeah, because like and, who like. I, I wouldn't anticipate, like, running through a field and then, yeah. bam, like... Like I said, I, I understand the first yeah. scream and everything, yeah. Yeah. but, like, it was a solid, like, what felt like 20 to 30 seconds of him screaming. Okay, and his but... mom, like, staring him down, saying, please, shut yeah. up. Hand over the mouth, and he is screaming through his hand, her hand. Yeah, so, oh. at my old job... No, just listen. At my old job... If you got attacked by a child, you weren't allowed to respond to it. So, like, you couldn't jump, you couldn't, like, scream or whatever because that would give attention to the behavior. And so, I got a train thrown at my head and I got a concussion. And I didn't scream, but it hurt so bad. And tears just immediately fell down my face. And as soon as I got away, like, out of the room of the child, I was, like, gasping for breath and, like, I didn't yell or anything. It was just concussion, but, like, it hurt really bad. And so that's what, when, so when he initially, like, gets trapped, sorry if that was loud, everyone, um, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't, like, yell at first. It was just, like, shock, Mm -hmm. you know, at first. And if you know you're not supposed to respond, but, like, you can only not respond for so long Mm -hmm. until you, like can't hold it in and it's well, like too he much he did not respond at the beginning and then he continued to not respond for or he responded right away and he continued to respond he didn't forever. respond right away i didn't think so no i think he takes a second but then yeah because yeah. there's like a moment of like is he, he doesn't gonna, is he gonna do anything and then he, i think it's because yeah. he didn't know what happened yeah, yeah. it was right. the realization of what just happened kind of saying like yeah Kind of getting away from that scene, but not totally. I do like the 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 reticle, us seeing Emmett's point of view yeah. when mm-hmm. we see them. I thought that was very. I thought yeah. that was a good choice. Right. 
Yeah. Um, well, I was just talking about the kid in general. I was just the one I scene. Because yes. the next one was when they're all split up, he's an idiot again. He, right. He runs off to the top and he screams because he finds, like, oh, yeah, that, all he's that supposed was, to do is take care falls. of this that, kid. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't scream. He falls. Oh, and, like, falls back and knocks stuff over. over. Yeah. yeah. But, like, loud, but. How, one day, you've got to stay in this thing for one day and not make any noise and take care of this baby. That's it. I, I, I think. With that, and that's part of the time management thing I'm talking about. I think that he was there because his mom says, I'll be back in four to five hours. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but it doesn't feel like that to us. I right? think it was a and, day. Uh, well, and if it was, I think he's climbing to the top to look for her with the binoculars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think, what he initially yeah, It was. But he just yes. continued to keep looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I still, I yes, I agree with you that the, that. You know, the falling back, like, you should be prepared to see, at least in this world, I would think, you you would, by this point, be prepared to see anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he shouldn't have been doing any of that. I wonder no if being in that building and Emmett, like, protecting it or whatever gave him, like, a false sense of security. Maybe. Mm-hmm. My, my biggest beef with that scene wasn't necessarily him falling over. It was that he left the baby by itself. That's yeah. what I'm saying. All it, of that. Like, yeah. he shouldn't have gone up. He should have just stayed in that little room where no... Alien can hear him, take care of the baby for one day. Now, like, if it was three or four days, I would have Mm -hmm. been totally more understanding of, like, okay, now he's getting worried because his mom said a few hours. Mm -hmm. Now, she's going, like, far. Yeah. So, like, she may take time, but three to four days is a long time. Yeah. And, like, I was totally on his side with saying, like, don't go. Like, Oh, Oh, yeah. I'm a kid with a baby, and you may not make it back. And I can't keep him alive because mm-hmm. guess what? You've got the breast milk. I can't keep him alive. Like legitimately, yeah, if yeah, she no, dies, no. Right. the baby dies. Yeah. Right. And so like I'm on his side when he but once she's gone, just stay in the room. Yeah. And that's what that that between those scenes, mm-hmm. it made me just really dislike the kid. Yeah. And then the like he has to have his redeeming moment, but like it was so out of character at when that point. When he put the baby in the... Because he was, like, holding the baby and, like, singing that song, whatever. Yeah. And then he puts the baby in the box. Yeah. I'm like... I don't know why he did that, though. Because, because the baby, if, be, if the baby started crying while he was up... No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, why did you... Why'd you have to put the... Like, the baby wasn't crying or anything. But he he's... A, he Because he was about to leave. Well... And when he leaves, if the baby starts crying... It'll... No, I I get that. I just think it was dumb. Yeah, no, it was definitely all of that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he, my point. He's, he, yeah, he's left the baby unprotected. He's using the oxygen. He's using yeah. the oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh, whole oxygen running out of oxygen was scaring me. Yeah, yeah. I it, it, actually never mind. Okay. Um, I, anyway, uh, I just really didn't. I didn't like the boy much, and I at uh, this one, the other one, I didn't think was as bad. You know what I hated. The baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hot take. I, mean, I was kidding. <laughs> baby be crying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I thought it was a little campy and cliche to have the two kids kill the two aliens at the end. But, I mean, what are you going to do? It's fine. Right. But right. it was definitely a little cliche. Especially uh, one of them just with a random pole yeah. that can somehow <laughs> yes. just slice all the way through Slice its all the way yeah. to its... Yeah, yeah. My only guess is that, like... It's like real fleshy once you right. get past that hard exterior. Don't say that word. What word? Fleshy. Isn't that disgusting? But the other the thing that confused me about that is these things open up their exterior yeah. to here every once in a while. So mm-hmm. why don't they shoot 
when they're doing that. I think it's constantly moving, isn't it? Well, yeah, and then the shot is so loud, it would also attract more. Oh, so as soon as the the shot would go, they'd run toward it. Yeah. Okay. So it would attract more monsters, which I think is why they avoided. Well, well, because I was thinking specifically in the Emily Blunt scene uh, with the oxygen tanks and everything, with Mm -hmm. the water going down, it opens Mm -hmm. the ear up, and she's got a pistol right there. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, he opened up his flap, and you see an ear hole. So if you shoot that, wouldn't... That kill the thing. I think the I think the stuff with that is that that's still taking a chance. Yeah, you can right. either, you can either get a almost guaranteed shot if they're freaking out, mm-hmm. but if they're not, there's a chance you miss, or there's a chance that it doesn't get them. Yeah, and if you don't kill it and it's not immobilized, like with the implant, the cochlear implant, yeah, it's just you're dead. You're done. Yeah, yeah. So that's fair. So, so kind I of, do see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's actually what I thought was going to happen because like. My what I thought was gonna happen was she was gonna like put the gun almost like near the ear and like so it's like a point blank headshot mm-hmm. right because it's like trying to hear mm-hmm. but then at that point probably hear like the raindrops on the gun or something yeah. right I uh, speaking of the aliens I think this movie does a, it's so like I kind of talked about John Krasinski I think cares for this family that he's created immensely um it's like they were showing how incredibly brutal. Because these animals don't even kill to eat. They just kill for mm-hmm. sport, yeah. essentially, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they're so brutal in everything that they murder, even to the point where they set up a character in the last act. The, the um, I forgot his name. The guy that goes with Emmett to the radio station. Um, and he oh, yeah. puts his kid away. And then he stays. It's like they had to generate a character for us to care about. Just um, so they could kill just him. Just so they could kill him. He's just called the of, man on the island. Instead of just killing Emmett. Mm-hmm. Just kill mm-hmm. Emmett. And then the one time where they're not totally brutal in their killing is with Emmett. When it gets his leg, yeah. Emmett should have died. I I thought that was extremely weird how the animal decided to be like really just slow yes. in mm-hmm. its murders. The only thing I can think of is... When we see it go brutal is when there's a lot of people. And so maybe... Well, not even... Well, because then the guy underneath the garage, the man on the island, gets... But he just gets... He gets dragged. I'm sure he got killed. Well, no, I know that. But, like, he got dragged out and then killed enough time... Like, when there's a lot of people, they stab and go. Mm -hmm. Like, we see that a lot. Right. Um, But then with the man... uh, that there, yeah. he drags them out under the garage, and then they're able to get the key and go inside before it runs out. So t- he takes time with them. Yeah. The I'm, alien takes time takes with time the man being... on the island, like killing that guy. Yeah. Okay. So I... maybe with less numbers, they're not as, like, fast. I think I, I guess I see what you're saying, but that's the only thing I can think of. I'm still, like. I don't, I'm not saying I liked that scene either because it felt really <laughs> weird and out of yeah. place. But. You like usually they seem to be a little bit slower with the, when there's less people. Mm-hmm. Like the same thing with Emily Blunt. There's only one, and she's mm-hmm. like he's like creeping around. Right. I see what you're saying now. It's not that the speed that I'm worried about, or that it, or not like that I've been talking about. It's that they're that they're ruthlessly killing mm-hmm. everybody. Until the very end. Oh, now I see what you're saying. You're slow because it's just one person. Yeah. Like he gets the leg. So, because like he jumps out of the way and it's just like 
he does something and it just barely catches his leg, and then it's like, I'm going to come kill you. I'm going to walk toward you as slowly as possible so Reagan has enough time, time to get the cochlear implant off yes. of the mic so you can kill me. Well, yes. I mean, it's kind of the same thing in the train scene, too. Like, So that makes sense. Why well, I don't yeah. like either of those yeah. scenes. <laughs> it's just her, and so it just kind of creeps up yeah. on her. I wonder if that's because like more people... They're trying to. They know there's more, so they're trying to kill as many as possible. Yeah, but one was, person yeah. doesn't bother them as much. Yeah, because they don't. They think they're invincible. Right. So like, I'm gonna kill as many as I can because I want to kill all of them, and so mm-hmm. I can't take time. But on this one, I can take a little. But I'm time. not gonna kill the main characters. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely for movie sake. Yeah. But yeah, I do that's think fine with that's me. well. That's and that's my that's my yeah. It's definitely for it movie is. sake, but I it. I do think it is at least semi-consistent. I don't think it just slows down just to save, like, it definitely does just slow down just to save the main characters, but it's not like... Well, because then the same thing is happening in The Vault. It's trying to get Emily Blunt and the son, Mm -hmm. and it it just can't for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. (laughs) Yeah. It's too big somehow. Yeah, right. All six of its elbows just can't... (laughs) (laughs) It can... It can finally, on the last swing, get just her leg. I I will say the one thing I do I did like about this. I know I'm har- I do like this movie. I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I know I'm harsh on it a lot. I do <laughs> I do really like this oh, movie. You're a critic. I, that's right. <laughs> on the couch today, mm-hmm. usually on a chair. Um, I uh, I really like that we got to see the other side of this in terms of how are people utilizing noise to trap and yeah. hurt other people. Yeah. We yeah. saw the the bottles on the trip wire. We saw the bear trap, and mm-hmm. then on the dock. Which, by the way, Emmett, if you see a s- small girl, yeah, that ran past you and is hunched over on a dock, and you've already told us how the people in this world aren't worth saving, right? Maybe don't go talk to her. Definitely should have done Thought something else. Something else, yeah. yeah. Just kick her in the water. <laughs> However, <laughs> I just mean the, der- the John Krasinski should have done another way to get him trapped. Mm-hmm. The just with his character, it didn't make right. sense because yeah. I it took. It just showed Emmett getting soft because but, of. But it Reagan. had taken Emmett so long just to care for somebody that he's known his whole life. Mm-hmm. So, like, to just randomly now care for this girl that you've seen for two seconds, yeah. like it, it. There was definitely too fast of a switch there, yeah. and even at the end, he still says, "I'm nothing like your dad." So he's still not a good guy. Well, yeah, he's a good guy, but he's not like. T- stereotypical hero guy mm-hmm. right and like but he is acting like one so yeah very and they should have done something else that, just get him get like surrounded or out fought or right. something mm-hmm. that being said i do re- i did really enjoy the doc the action oh, yes. of the doc yeah. yes yeah. 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 I, too. I thought the Super dive intense. was really cool the dive, mm-hmm. yeah they brought the dive back mm-hmm. which is good back to the mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I which is it. actually i think the whole reason the only reason why they had the beginning scene which right. I, I think that's fine. I, yeah. And I yeah, think I it, it, it occurred naturally. It I think, feel yeah, I think the only reason why they did the beginning scene was to have the dive and to introduce Emmett without right. introducing Emmett in and this we saw the way. asteroid. We saw how they yes. came to... Yeah. And well, I, it's a good action sequence. And we got to see John Krasinski again. I yeah. always love yeah. seeing him on I, screen. I, I was fine yeah. with it. I was saying, right. like, I think that's the only reason why they did it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I got you. I, at first, when I first saw it, I thought they only did it because John Krasinski still wanted to be in the movie. <laughs> so he... <laughs> I mean, he probably added, wrong. He added yeah. a scene just so he could be in it. I was glad he was in it. Yeah. Me too. Also, the truck not starting really made me mad because that's not... That's can not we, how that Can we get over with that trope that, like, when you need your car to start the most... It doesn't start, even though it started one thousand seven hundred forty-two times in a row. <laughs> Come on! I mean, 
I did like and, in that scene though when it she was you could hear like mm-hmm. the sound design there where you couldn't hear anything. That yeah. was the best part yeah. of the beginning to I me was the, was I, yeah. the, the yeah. switch the, the constant of, switching yeah, that was great. sound and no yeah. sound because mm-hmm. he like you can just see how frustrated it is but you yeah. don't. I, well, I I like that, but then I was also hating the scene because he's starting his car and like shifting his gear at the same time. Okay, like well, that's not the point of the scene. Yeah, said. well, <laughs> be more so, realistic. I had a I when I first saw that first scene, I thought that was like a plane falling out of the sky. I was mm. like, wow, that's a really like smoky plane. I'm not sure. <laughs> so what did they ever say that it was an asteroid? I I think it's a because yeah. it's huge. Yeah, I think it's assumed that it's an asteroid. Right. Uh, oh, what okay. the aliens came on. Right. Yeah. Well, I think and those aliens got thought... to that town fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's yeah. what I was gonna say because it, it seems it like pretty it's pretty far. far in the I distance. imagine. And this is all speculation. I imagine right. it was probably several asteroids landing at right. once, okay. and that was probably just. Right. And also, it, well, it showed stuff breaking off. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. And I think and initially they thought it was like a bomb or something. Yeah. Because yeah. They, there's the, the, the newscast that. Yeah. Yeah. that in the so and it they, hit a different country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah I thought the opening scene was Although, very, really. If these are the, asteroids, like we would have known an asteroid was coming. So that's a little weird. I, I mean, I, and there's probably more to it. Because, I, I mean, it's something maybe the that's government was hiding sky. it. Do what? Because the they government that... was hiding it. <laughs> if they go with that, um, I might. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 hope not. Uh, I really liked the island and the people on it and how yes. they did that. Mm-hmm. Do we with... want to just jump to the end? Yeah. And talk that's about fine. all that. Uh, just how they. I do want to talk about what you guys think about Emmett's character in general. Mm-hmm. So should I do that first or talk yeah, about the let's island? Let's do that. Yeah. Emmett? Okay. What I'm a sucker for like bad guys turn good. Well, more like hurt people that are like closing themselves off mm-hmm. and like turn into badasses, but like end up whatever. And that's probably because my love for The Last of Us. So like because of that, now I enjoy right. that trope in general. Um, but I did like his character quite a bit, and I like uh, who they picked for it too. Mm-hmm. I think he did a. A really good mm-hmm. job, and I haven't really seen him since Inception. So, yeah. like, I know he's done. A, I've probably seen him a billion times, but that's the last one that I really remember him in. So, good. I was just gonna say that guy looks almost like a scrawnier version of uh, Casey Affleck. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> I I yeah. I thought it was gonna be Casey Affleck mm-hmm. when he was covered with had the hat and everything. Uh-huh. That's a classic Casey Affleck. Yeah, and I, I also loved his character design. Like yes, he looked yeah. really thin. Mm-hmm. His beard was like really unmaintained. His oh, face yeah. looked like deathly mm-hmm. famined. I mean, yeah. yeah, they did a great job with his character. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, the character credit. The character designs and developments, like I said, I, this is the third time I said yep. it. John Krasinski definitely cares about this family right. and the yep. characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he, I think Emma just, fit, uh, he fits so well into this world and we enjoy him so much because there's been such a good job getting his character designed right. Mm-hmm. He has, And we get to see him po- uh, pre-alien attack. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which I think, if we didn't see that... I don't think we would have enjoyed him as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah because... Yeah. We we that we get that rapport because he doesn't even seem like he's a close family friend. It just right. seems like hey, our kids are in the same little league. Thing. They're a small, t- they're a small town, a small town. Right. so like yeah. you're gonna know people. And he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. And it, I mean, I do think that they were like more than just I know the person. Like they mm-hmm. seemed like friends because he was like. That was the first. Blunt kept saying like I've known like we, yeah we know you. Well, and yeah, John Krasinski right. when he finally got there, 
Yeah. Like, he There's was the first the person he talked to. And well, like, and that was the guy he turned to. What inning is it? How many times have they gone yeah, through? Yeah. When, like, he turned to that guy instead right. of the other. Right. And, like, I'm sure and he Ray knows all these other people. Him, I guess, right. when he gets yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. so, like, yeah. I, I And I, yeah, I liked his whole arc and character. And I liked that, like, he didn't really change in the end. Mm. That he's like, and like his moment in the ocean and all that was, I th- thought, really good. Oh, quick aside, real quick. I like that we get some more development on the aliens that they can't swim. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, because when it fell in the water, I was like, it better not be able to. And then it wasn't. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Oh, I was, I terrified, was terrified for that. Yeah. 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 I'm like, no, not, yeah. Not okay <laughs> Does not anyone okay else have anything to say about uh, Emmett? Emmett? I don't think so. Okay. So, yeah, we can go ahead and go to the whole boat thing. Sure, sure. Um, I loved the ex- explanation of, like, they only got two boats off because once right. people found out yeah. they couldn't swim, mm-hmm. they freaked out. Oh, yeah. Because that felt very right. Real. And, and oh, just yeah. them saying, like, like they shuttled people in, then somebody found out, and then, like, that's when screaming happens. And, get, and yeah. that brought them, and then yeah. they, like, everyone got wiped out. I mm-hmm. thought that right. was mm-hmm. a really great way to, like... Well, in this world building, Ex- it's it's showing right. us yeah. what's happened before. And explain why there's not a lot of people on this island. Like, mm-hmm, wouldn't right. more people be going to an island if they can't swim? It's because mm-hmm. people don't know because everyone got murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so, right. like, nobody really knows that they can't swim. And right. I think that I, I was originally, like, I don't understand the, the uh, somewhere yeah. beyond the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, but, it may, but, you know, they talk, they, a lot of, oh, blah, words. They've talked a lot about how the people in this world aren't worth saving by the time this movie has happened. Yeah. The people that aren't worth saving are not going to figure that out. Yeah. Right. Most they're, likely. Yeah. yeah. They're just planning. They're just trying to survive. Exactly. Yeah. And so the, I I think that was really clever that mm-hmm. they, they yeah. went that route. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch those Emmett's fault that uh, they, that alien got to the island in the first place? Yes. yes. I don't remember exactly what happened. But he I remember, untied the he boat. He untied that boat. Right. And then that was the boat that the alien that drifted over there yeah Mm. i don't know why the alien stayed in the boat though that's the only thing i don't i think it well we were talking earlier about the boat the alien if it's feeling the vibrations or it's feeling through its senses it and it knows that water is not good Mm -hmm. that's all it's sensing it's just what is on the because in, in that moment it's essentially on an island by itself yeah well i mean wouldn't it it would i would have thought it would have tried to go back to the docks because that's where like mm. how would it, all of this how is would it know where the dock is well because it's already been there like these things obviously have some sort of established area because they water. run all over the forest they run yeah, on yeah, stuff yeah. so like they like they and when it, they came in they were barreling down the docks jumping off of boats and everything so they obviously right. could like they have some sense of understanding what they're around yeah so right. like why did it stay on the boat and drift off rather than not going because maybe the boat was scared because the boat was <laughs> it does i was actually going to say that when there's a moment where we see the island and, and the camera pans out and you can see it down in the corner on the boat and it's like looking around and it's moving oh wait like it's it not does just, yeah oh i didn't see that it's not just like sitting there like waiting it's like tr- okay. it's like where like what do i right. do where do i go kind of thing gotcha so maybe that was it i just was like why would it decide to jump on this boat mm-hmm. or be on this boat when it knows like all around this is water right and it's floating out into yeah. unknown which could be water forever yeah. right um, and, maybe, I mean, they are... and maybe it only has a radius of what it can sense right and so it can only see like a hundred feet out yeah. and if it hunt and then it could like sense the dock drifting away or something yeah, like maybe. that yeah i but i also didn't see the scene that i didn't see the boat yeah. 
I just saw that like it had like jumped in the water or whatever and was like freaking mm-hmm. out or something. Right. And then they get pulled up. I didn't see it like after that. So I know there's you guys... two. There's two aliens. Yeah. One falls in the water. Okay, good, good. You said it fell in the water to try and get up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was one that mm-hmm. fell in the water and tried to... And drowned, yeah. Oh, did it just drown? It drowned. Yeah, there's yeah. a second one that go. jumps on the boat, and oh. that's the one that drifts off. Gotcha. Yeah. And they are very predatory animals that could just be like, it knows that there's prey this way, so it's going this way when mm-hmm. that one jumps on the boat. Yeah, it could And be. then it, it maybe it realizes like, now <laughs> yeah. there was another one. <laughs> Where the fuck did he go? Right, like, what, yeah, right. What is happening? And there could have been people inside that boat, too. And so, like, Maybe, it was yeah. killing that person, and then, like, oh, it's right. untied. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it jumps, momentum takes it off, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, sh- uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's definitely possible. Oh, I was gonna say, I know you guys don't like that the island man dies, but, um, I did think it was cool how it happened, though, because, like, he hasn't been around those creatures for, like, a very long time. Mm-hmm. Ever, really. And, yeah, yeah, and he's like, totally no, prepared. I lost it, like. It's back there. I oh, lost yeah. it. Because, like, fast. yeah, because, yeah. like, he doesn't, he just doesn't know. And Emmett's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 listen to me. Don't go. Don't go. And yeah. He's like, no, I have to save my family. And then he dies. Yeah. But, like, I just thought that I was. did think that was stupid, though. <laughs> the whole, like, I need to go back. Like. But I'm saying, like, it's stupid because, like, he didn't know. Yeah. Anything yeah. About. Yeah. But it makes sense. Yeah. Because he hasn't been around him. Right. But also, right. just give him the key. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, guess what? If you're going back, I'm going to need to do this radio thing. Also, why didn't they do the radio thing first? What do you mean? They waited. Oh, when they, like, the, I, yeah. I, when I they got to the island, you. they should have gone to the radio thing immediately. And it might, it might uh, have been something where it was, like, they get there, and then the people that are there are, like, you've been through, like, like why don't you rest? We'll take you right. to the radio station eventually. Why don't you rest? Why don't you get food? Because they know that they're safe. There. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if I had been traveling for however, like, was it two days, day and a half, yeah, or something? Two days. Yeah, two days. Um, if I've been traveling and I like, I don't know. It's the same thing with a bear trap. Like, I don't know how I'd feel in that situation. Would I collapse and just be like, I need a, I need a second, mm-hmm. or would I be like, we have to do this right now? Right. Like, we have, you know, yeah. I just don't know how I'd feel in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just felt weird because I was like, mm-hmm. wait, if I thought they were gonna get in the car and turn to the radio station. Oh, and yeah. that sound was going to go off. And then they were like, no, no, he's just honking his horn. What is he doing? Oh, we're going to the radio station now? You decided to go right, now? Right, um, That would have been cool if, the, we, if they did it all. I mean, we, that's the whole purpose of the movie is to get to the radio station, though. Right. So we wouldn't have gotten that payoff. But yeah. that still could have been cool for them to turn it and have it be static. We kind of got that with the, with the sun. Yeah, I mm-hmm. liked that part. Yeah. When at, at first he's like, ah! And then he's like, wait, no! And he, <laughs> right. like, he makes the realization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and we were talking about grief earlier, and I know that we might just have to agree to disagree on this one, Easton. But I, I think that he's, you know, it's just grief this yeah. whole time. Because he's, I remember he's pretty brave in the first movie, from what I remember. I don't remember not, Squat. Not, well, not really, because the, the father takes him to go to the river, and the son does not want to go. He's like, please don't make me go. Mm. And I don't think it's until after that scene that he realizes, like, okay, you know, loud sounds, right. louder sounds are okay. Are okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I do remember that. It was yeah. the river. Yeah, the river and the yeah. waterfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, well, my he initial talks. thought. Yeah, yeah. Because right. he talks. And he's, and like, he's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the, the river, yeah. Uh, and, and, and maybe I'm just like, I, I like that he over, that's my, that was my thought process. He's dealing mm-hmm. with grief and now he's overcome it. Because right. he, now he feels like he finally has some power. Right. Yeah. Um, it was definitely an overcoming moment. But I just thought it was really tacky. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what I thought was really tacky is, and this is kind of we talked about a little bit with Reagan. She she like there's a there's a real girl power moment where she slams the cocuer device up to the microphone, and I'm like, okay. She, she took I way it. too <laughs> long. Yeah. Just yeah. I don't like it when movies do that. Yeah. I mean, I understand you're trying to draw suspense. Draw suspense with the rest of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the character needs to do something, don't take 30 seconds. Right. Because that's not realistic. Yeah. And if it is, then mm-hmm. that girl, should she probably would have died. If you take 30 seconds there, you probably would have died. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's a movie, so you could take your time, and it all's yeah. going to work out for you. But, like... I just want a little. I liked it. <laughs> you like the just staring the it really down. Aggressive slam. <laughs> so well, like I think she should have aggressively slammed it, but like faster. Like you get in there, like you run in there, you get the thing, and you slam it directly on there. Like why did she take so long? Well, years. I think she also had to turn. The, she did have to turn the thing on. Yeah, there. the on air thing on. So, right. Yeah. Maybe that's it. In sign language, a lot of times you don't just like do a sign like you there's a lot of facial and body expression yeah Yeah. you can't you can't just explain with words yeah uh you gotta you have to like show and so i thought it was i thought it was very fitting that she like over over exaggerated like pulls her arm back and slams it because like that's exactly what she was feeling that's exactly how she wanted to portray it so i wonder that's interesting so i wonder if maybe that's something she just read in the script and it was like she she puts the cocoa device up to the thing, but she's like, because she's deaf, maybe she was like, okay, well, this this is how I would do this. She probably so did a lot is, of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, what happens when you smack a mic? There's like that little Sorry, pop. listeners. So. <laughs> okay. What, just... what, like that? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that's just a finger yes. tap. Imagine like a full yes. smack. And yeah. a, a feedback too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it did its purpose. Obviously, yeah, I was totally cool with all that. I, just, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, I <laughs> I totally liked that. It was all of the like staring and waiting as the thing creeped mm-hmm. up right. was what I was saying. But maybe that was all just to get turn the thing on, yeah. and then yeah, maybe yeah. after that was pretty quick. I just remember it taking a really long time, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe the timing wasn't as long after she turned on the thing, mm-hmm. so. I can't right. remember. We saw it last night, and I still can't remember. The <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, we've really dissected yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tristan's like, I liked it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, sweet. Uh, we will go ahead and just give our ratings, which is just a zero star if you really hate a movie, up to a five star. Um, so we'll go ahead and let our guests go first. Um, so you guys can go ahead and rate this one out just between, I mean, I guess if you want to say like 99% or something, you can't, but we usually do five stars, zero to five stars. So yeah, I would give it a five star. Like I said, I'm not much of a critic. So gotcha. yeah. if I you like it. a movie, you'll like it. I yeah. like it. I like it all. <laughs> I give it like 4.5. Okay, sweet. You're wrong. <laughs> just okay. Kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, no, I was going to say four and a half too. Okay. Yeah. I give it a four. Okay, I'm also at a four. Yeah, I think it was really good, but I obviously have a little issues here yeah, and there with for it. Sure. Um, just small little, little things, things that yeah. I think could have been tweaked and and booked. And just dislike of certain, just a dislike of certain characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, who, who was that the again? Direct, who did you not like? Uh, the baby, remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, all uh, all above a four. I think we all have said quite a bit that we found this very enjoyable and a really good sequel to it, uh, yes. a good first and, movie. So. And we didn't mention this. I was going to say it's it's didn't doesn't decrease in quality. No, oh, no, absolutely that, not. That being said, it doesn't increase. It's just different, but right. it's a, it's it's good still different. the same. It's, it's good, good different. different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't rehash the same exact thing that we got from the first, which mm-hmm. is something mm-hmm. the sequels usually do. But it also doesn't like just decide to. St- just do like something go completely off different. Yeah. yeah, it stays with the characters stay on par with what they should do, and mm-hmm. they they're progressing as characters and moving on. And right, um, right. but you don't feel like you're just watching a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you're watching the same movie either. Mm-hmm. This what that was the one thing I thought was weird compared to the first one is how much louder everything was. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the first movie, like you felt like you couldn't, like yeah. everything felt like there was no sound. Mm-hmm. You could hear a pin drop in the theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this one, like, there was noises. Stuff was going on. And, like, so, like, it definitely changed in its some stuff. But, like, Mm -hmm. it totally fell on par with and felt correct for the movie. So, I thought the first one was pretty, like, revolutionary in that. Like, the sound, the audio design was was phenomenal. Very weird watching in in theaters with how quiet you had to be. Yeah. I'm not a popcorn eater, but other people in the family are, and they didn't eat popcorn, I think, during the movie. Yeah, I definitely had some of those moments in this one where I was like, I don't feel like I should be eating popcorn yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember the first one, we we all watched it together mm-hmm. in El Dorado, and I think they had popcorn and barely even ate it because like, you just felt like you... Yeah. You were doing something wrong. Right. Well, <laughs> you like, felt like right. the alien was going to come attack yeah. you if you yeah. ate popcorn. You were disturbing the peace. Yeah, yeah, um, it's kind of how I felt when we were watching Nomadland. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that's a pretty somber, yeah. and quiet movie. Uh, okay, sweet. So uh, I think that's about it for today's episode. Uh, thank you to our two guests for coming on for the first time. Um, and next week we have Tristan's favorite series of all time, The Conjuring. I thought you were going to say The Conjuring Three, and I was going to be like. Whoa! Well, the favorite, your favorite series. Oh, yes, Conjuring. okay. So just say it again. Okay. Tristan's favorite series, The Conjuring. Woo! In The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. That's right. So uh, we'll be doing that next week. Uh, I thought you were going to think that F9 came out next week. but it does no. not. That's a couple weeks from now. Oh, I'm, so I'm saving up. She's got two of her favorite series of oh, all yeah. time coming in one month. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, thank you to everyone who listened and again to our guest. and we uh, will go ahead and cut it to our plugs. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So Uh, If you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it, and we will definitely give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right. Kick it to Trevor for the plugs. You can find Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram, at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places, at T. Landreth Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram, at Graham Jarvis, does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so, again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So, see you guys next week. <laughs>